Welcome to the Message Podcast from Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to subscribe for updates and new episodes. You can find us on most major podcast outlets. Visit cotnaz.org for more info. Our worship services stream weekly on Sundays at 9 a.m. on YouTube. You can also find our live stream at cotnaz.org. Our in-person service times are 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have a campus near Harrisonburg at 1871 Boyers Road. We also have a campus in East Rockingham at 414 South East Side Highway in Elkton. In addition, our Spanish-speaking campus meets on Sundays at 11.45 a.m. at that same 1871 Boyers Road location. Check out our website, cotnas.org, for more info. Man, I love Christmas Eve. I love uh, this time of celebration that we have. Uh, it is true, at, at the conclusion of our service, we're going we're gonna to celebrate kind of the culmination of our service with some candlelight. But before we do that, I have two questions for you today. Uh, the first is this, are you a plot skipper? A plot skipper. I was talking to my friend the other day because he is. We were talking about books uh, over the last couple of years, I've learned to, to love to read again. But my friend loves, I mean, he really loves to read. And we were talking recently, uh, not, not so much about what he's reading, but how he reads. And I'm just going to admit, it was really weird. It was really weird and kind of fascinating. He was telling me that sometimes you start a book, and some of you in this room that are avid readers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You start a book, and you get a couple chapters in, and it's just not what you thought. The characters are just kind of, the story isn't really progressing, and you're just kind of stuck there. And for many of us, that might be where it ends. In fact, I have a whole stack of unfinished books on my nightstand, right? You just get stuck, and you kind of put it aside and move on. But my friend, because he's a plot skipper, he, he does something really weird. When he gets stuck like that, he does something that's unthinkable. He skips to the very end of the book. Literally, the very last page, sometimes just the last sentence, but he said sometimes he gets a little edgy and he reads the entire last page of the book. Before he gives up on the story, he reads that final page, and if it's good enough, then he'll keep going and endure to get through to the end. Some of you are plot skippers and you're nodding your head, but some of you are appalled that anyone would ever read a book like that. Why bother reading if you already know what's going to happen in the end? But, but in, in some ways, in many ways, that's kind of what I want to do today for Christmas for just a few minutes. You may feel like you know the Christmas story well, like you're an expert. You may be honest today and you may say, I don't really know the Christmas story at all. But for each of us and every one of us, I want to skip ahead a little bit in the story. But before we do that, my second question is this, how, how are you feeling today? Not just about Christmas, but, but in life. What word, what feeling, what emotion would describe where you're at today? Is it, is it peaceful? Is it joyful? Is it, is it something else? Because how you're feeling today matters. It matters well, to me, but, but it matters to God. And it really, really may be the most important thing for us to consider as we consider the Christmas story. Not just how it begins, but how this story ends. Uh, before we begin, we, we've been in the midst of a series it's called God with us. We're discovering that Christmas, in a word, Christmas is about presence. 
and not the really good ones under your tree that are all wrapped and ready. Every parent in here is done wrapping. They're prepared, right? Okay, I'm the only one. Okay, good. Um, but not those presents. I love those. Those are good. But, but the presence, as you see on the screen, the presence, presence of God, that's, that's what Christmas is about. That, that God came to be with us in and through the person of Jesus, and it changed the course of human history. In fact, at the very beginning of Jesus' life, presence was the focus. In Matthew, uh, Matthew's gospel, at the beginning of the gospel, we hear this account of an angel showing up to Joseph. And, and Luke's gospel talks about Mary, but, but in Matthew's gospel, we hear about this angel coming in and telling Joseph that he and Mary are going to be the parents to the Son of God. And this is what the angel says. You can see it on the screen behind me. It says, Joseph, the angel says, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home to be your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll give birth to a son. You're to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And then comes this reminder, this emphasis of presence. This reminder of, of a promise that was given hundreds and hundreds of years before Look at it with me in verse 22. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Isaiah. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. We sang about that just a few minutes ago, that idea of Emmanuel, God with us. That word with, that might be the most important preposition in the history of the world. Because the story begins with the Messiah arriving, and not just any baby, the Son of God, the presence of God here with us. Uh, something that I believe is true for every single one of us today. I believe that we need Christmas to be more. More than just the gifts under our tree and the good meal that you might enjoy with your family. More than just carols and candlelight, as much as I love that. I, I believe every single one of us today need Christmas to be more than all of that. We really do need Christmas to be about the presence of God, because this is what I believe. Never before in our lives have we needed the presence of God more than we do right now. I really believe that. I really believe that. And I know you, some of you might, you don't know me, you're, you're right, but I, I believe that's true for you, that you need Christmas to be more than just memories and traditions and good food and great gifts and, and wonderful candlelight. You need Christmas to be about the presence of God. Perhaps in your present day circumstances, that your story, it feels like too much. I asked that second question, how are you feeling today? And for an unprecedented number of people, as I was studying and researching this week, the word they would use, the one word they would use to describe how they're feeling is the word lonely. It's true. Studies say as many as 40% of Americans, four out of every 10 Americans would say right now in their life, they feel more lonely than they ever have before. Think about that. In fact, uh, especially at Christmas time, specifically, another 20% would say they feel that this time of Christmas makes them feel more lonely than they do at any other time of the year. It affects every generation. This surprised me. I thought maybe it impacted maybe older generations who have experienced loss, maybe widow, widowers, those who remember those that aren't with us anymore. But, but no, in fact, younger generations, Gen Z and millennials, feel the loneliest. 
But it's prevalent among each and every generation, this feeling of loneliness. Many have suggested that our disconnected digital world has contributed. What one researcher said, we are 50% human and 50% technology because reports say as much as 50% of our life now is spent online. And the results are a world, a world where we feel increasingly disconnected, anxious, lonely. Despite technology, we're the most disconnected people in history, surrounded but isolated all at once. And so if that word might describe you today, I promise you, you're not alone. <laughs> but many of us today might, might feel that word lonely. And perhaps your present day circumstances, perhaps your story today feels stuck. And so remember my, my plot skipping friend, I don't know why that's hard for me to say, plot skipping friend, right? Remember, I wanna invite you today to skip ahead in the story in case your story feels stuck, in case the loneliness or hopelessness of your circumstances makes you feel a little bit stuck this Christmas, I want to invite you to skip ahead. We just, we just heard how, how the story begins. God with us. Emmanuel. He's coming. He's here. Jesus, we, we're celebrating that. We're going to celebrate that in just a minute, right? The arrival of Jesus. But Jesus' story doesn't end there. He grew up. He grew up and he ministered. He performed miracles and he taught us and he showed us what the love of God really looked like. When we celebrated communion just a few minutes ago, we were reflecting on, on this reminder that Jesus came and he, he suffered and died on a cross, a criminal's death for the sins of all mankind. And then on the third day, he didn't stay dead, right? He rose again. And so if we, I know it's weird on Christmas to do this, but if we start here at, at Emmanuel, God with us, and we skip to the end, Skip to the end. What, what, was, what was the end of Jesus' story here on earth? I think it won't surprise you, maybe it will, that that idea of presence is there again. In Matthew 28, I'm going to have it on the screen. These are, these are some of the last recorded words that Jesus ever speaks here on this earth. He, he's talking to his closest disciples, but, but we understand that this message is not just for them. It extends beyond them and really extends to us today. Look at what Jesus says. Again, we're plot skipping this morning. We're skipping to the end this morning, aren't we? Uh, but it says this, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. This is called the Great Commission. This informs a lot of the, the mission that we have here at this local church and beyond, right? But Jesus goes on, says, teach them. Teach them to obey everything I've commanded you and don't miss this part. Don't miss this part on Christmas Eve 2023. Jesus says, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Remember how the story begins? The one who began as Emmanuel, God with us, now declares, I am with you always. <laughs> The one who is God with us now says with his own words, his final words, I am still with you always. In fact, Jesus is promising this as he is leaving. The impact is powerful. I am with you even when it looks like I'm not. Even when it seems like I'm not with you, I am with you always. You don't ever have to be lonely again. 
as we've been journeying through the Christmas story, I've been, I've been reflecting on the power of presence. And in fact, I've been thinking about how many times in my life the power of presence has really, has really transformed me. It's not the important words, the wisdom, the advice people have given me. That's great. I love that. But it's really people's presence that have impacted me throughout my life. And in fact, I was thinking about the gatherings that many of us have been having or will have over these coming days. And as we get older, you know what's really special about those gatherings? It's really not the food, is it? We could really stand to skip a few meals these days, some of us, right? It's really not the presence because many of us don't really have anything that we need anymore. You know what's really powerful about the gatherings that we get to have in the coming days? Presence. I, I hear you say at times, it's just being together. Getting to be together again with those that we love. Getting to be present with them. That's really what matters to us. The power of their presence. And in fact, there are some in the room today, you're grieving the loss of someone who won't be present with you this Christmas. And it feels gut-wrenching. Because presence matters to us. It may be the most important thing to us this time of year. So it won't surprise you that I believe the reality of God's presence can completely transform your life today, no matter how lonely you may feel. In fact, as I was digging into this topic a little bit, I found this beautiful illustration I wanna share with you today. I believe in the midst of your loneliness, God can use you to touch someone else. Take a look at this. As we gather today, on Christmas Eve, if there's one thing I want you to know, it's this. He is always with you. So you're never alone. I may not feel that way always, right? I, I don't know your circumstances, and I don't know the things that are facing you today, and I'm not making light of those things. They may feel heavy, really heavy. But see, the reality of Christmas, it didn't just start with Jesus, and it didn't even just end when Jesus left this earth. It didn't even end when, when the story of, of God's word ends. It continues on today. God's presence desires to be with you right now, no matter where you are, no matter what you're facing. He desires to always be with you, so you never have to be alone. Today, would you invite him into the midst of whatever you're facing, whatever loneliness, whatever difficulty, whatever hopelessness you might feel today, would you invite him into that space, into that place in your heart, no matter how difficult it may seem, because he desires to be with you, God with us, even in the midst of the difficult story that you're facing today. I want to reflect for a minute. Would you help me as we conclude? I want to reflect for a minute. There's one more candle that we light uh, this Advent season, and it's, it's the final candle. It's the Christ candle. And what's so special about this day and this evening as we kind of go to bed and, and, and anticipation of the dawn, it's not just because Santa's coming. It's not just because of Christmas. We love that stuff, right? That's good, but, but it's the anticipation of what this day represents. That thousands of years ago, the light dawned. In fact, Jesus himself said, what? I am the light of the world. And so today we remember the fulfillment of that truth, that Jesus came to be light for us. Why? So we don't ever have to be alone. 
We don't ever have to just walk in loneliness or darkness alone. We don't ever have to believe the lie again that we are all alone. He came to be with us. And so on this day, we celebrate and remember. We celebrate and remember he came to be our light. Can I pray with you today? Would you bow your heads where you are? And I I don't know every person here, and I don't know every story, but I'm just confident today that this message, the message of his presence, matters. It matters today like never before. And so Jesus, light of the world, Emmanuel, God with us, thank you that you have come to be present with us so we don't ever have to be alone. I pray for the most lonely person in the room today. I pray for the most lonely person watching online today. And and all they think and all they feel is that they are all alone. And the circumstances of their story feel so hopeless that they think there's no hope for them. I pray that in and through the story of Christmas, they would remember you came to be with us. And you desire to never leave us. So we welcome you into those places the dark places, the hopeless places, the fearful places of our life, of our story. And we invite you to come and be God with us all over again. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. I hope it's okay with you, but we're going to celebrate Jesus, the light who came to be with us. You should have received a candle on your way in. If you didn't, there's time to go grab one in the back. We'll wait for you. But what we're about to do is, yes, it's tradition and it's meaningful because it's tradition, but it's also meaningful because it represents the truth that he's with us today. Um, Parents, uh, this is always a lovely reminder uh, that that if you have a kid uh, with you, uh, I would love for you to keep an eye on them with their candle. Uh, We trust you with them. And so um, we haven't had anyone light anyone else on fire for a few years. So we're going to keep that streak alive today. Amen. Uh, And and a a little joke, maybe maybe just a joke, but uh, I'm going to invite you, would you stand? We're going to sing a few songs together and participate and remembering and remembering that he is Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, We just lit the Christ candle, right? I'm going to use that light, that light to begin uh, lighting the candles for us. I think some of our pastors are coming to help me as we share the light with others and as we sing. Let's worship together. Thank you so much for listening today. You can email us at info at cotnaz.org for any questions about our church. When you're done listening today, please subscribe to this channel for updates and new episodes.